and we're rolling. Hello, here we are. It's the Comedy Couch with it, Dennis Hensley and Tony Tripoli. It is. It's a Wednesday night. We just watched a little Leslie Jordan on Wendy Williams. God, they were delightful together. He is so funny. You can ask him one question. And I mean question. Wendy when I say that. <laughs> Um, the great thing about Leslie Jordan is you can just ask him one question and he's done. He's yeah, off. and then the segment's over. The segment's over. He it's, tells a great story. He, he and takes it right to the. He is very fun to talk to. Yeah, and he's a delight. And he is. Him standing next to Wendy Williams is hilarious because it really looked like she should just hold him like a madam, like Charlie McCarthy. Yeah, like exactly yeah. like his floppy little fake legs. Um, oh, you were in big boy shoes. The last time I interviewed him, he said he wanted desperately to be on Dancing with the Stars, and they wouldn't book him. And he seemed like he'd be fun on that show. Yeah, he does. Maybe and he's not he a big enough be, star. But it, what would be interesting is he would be the old codger. Yeah. But yet he would be so much fun. Yeah. Instead of it being, you know, Buzz Aldrin or fucking. Well, Cloris Leachman was fun. But no, but who have been the old men? Bill O'Reilly. No, who was the. But, you know, you got the Wayne Newton. The Tom, and you've got uh, Tom the, DeLay. Yeah. Those all these old, old. Like, that's no fun. No. Anyway. We'd love that to happen. So I see a little can sitting there. I do. Oh, I got to bust it out. Well, yeah, it's part of it. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's the gun pointed in my head. Whoever oh, said that? That was, that was so funny. Yeah, that bummer. was Eric and Eric. Oh. God bless them. We, um, I did, should I tell you, I got an email, a Facebook email, or do you need to go first? No, go first. Because Break I told out. you what it was. I, I did. I know. I just opened up some Facebook, and uh, one of my Facebook friends, Luke, um, sent me an email entitled, Flashjack sale! <laughs> Three for a dollar! And it says... Uh, Get here, your Flashjacks here! It's got Flashjack masturbation <laughs> sleeves, peanuts, popcorn, extra, extra. Read all about it, Flashjacks! <laughs> um, he says that there, here's some info on the latest sale, if you know who didn't already forward this to you. Smiley face with a wink. Who's you and know who, me? No, that the person that is the expert that has three that doesn't want us to say his name. Oh, right, right, right. Well, he knows the name. Oh, he does? Yeah, he's, so, it's, so not, it's not a very well-kept secret. <laughs> well, maybe they're friends, and they live in the oh, same God. town, and maybe they maybe they swap the jobs. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. But anyway, it's 40% off. How much is it, I wonder? Well, I don't know. I, so I figured I would wait, and, I, and I'm going to say, okay, there's, they have the ice jack I don't know about sleeve that. for endurance, the ice mouth sleeve speed bump, and the ice closet sleeve, which is ultra tight. Wow. Oh, these are only twenty nine. Oh, that's ninety five. Okay, I expected it to be more. But and then there's that's forty percent off. Flesh jack case is ten dollars. But okay, then there's the vibrating bullet. Yeah, I don't know about and that. And a naughty boy the hook thing you stick up a couple of your holes at the same. Oh, sweet lord! I don't know. So, the one like the one that that guy's holding in front of his. Uh -huh. That's kind of the one I have. I think gray. Anyway, the outside. Okay. Well, I'm clicking the shop casing. now, so you go ahead and talk. So you're going to take care of that? I might just well, order a flesh jack right here live on the podcast. Isn't I had dinner with the friend of mine tonight whose boyfriend was the person that worked there and had it sent to me. And I thought he was just doing it to be nice, but yeah. he did it because he knew I was in media and thought I would uh, and talk about boy, it. boy, oh boy, so, boy, did ya. Yeah, and I, I sure did, but the problem is he doesn't work there anymore, so we should be able to write our own flesh jack ticket, but... Uh, our connection is not there, so unless somebody um, lets the company know, yeah, that maybe we're a doing podcast that. listener, or maybe, maybe we could do email. that. But gosh, they that have a product like here step. called Count Cocula. Oh. oh, it's the one with the teeth on it. Oh, it's the vampire teeth. God That's Count damn. Cocula. Yeah, which are mm. one of our listeners. How much yes. do they want for Count Cocula? Oh, okay. 
Uh, Count Cocula, the Fleshlight with about $49.95. All right. I wonder how much mine was worth. Probably about that. There's a Design Your Own. That seems... Yeah. There's one that's like a tin can. It, they call it... There's like a soda, pop. like you're banging a thermos? No. Yeah, that's not fun. No. Sex in a can. No. Um, uh, does it, you better start talking. Cause well, I'm just, I heard that... I, oh, my I God, heard. there's a whole video of him oh, doing there, it. That's, oh, there's a demo. He's <laughs> literally jacking off his heart on. You know what? This podcast is over. <laughs> okay, so that's... Well, you can see now. I'm not going to be able to buy order one online because I just got a little chub. So you're... That was quick. All right. Um, so, Tony, I well, I'm, I have a gift for you, but I'm going to wait a little bit for that. Oh, no. I want to talk about um, the RuPaul Drag Race uh, recap, because my favorite moment of it was when Tatum O'Neill outed Leslie Stahl as a wig wearer. Which was almost on the dish this week. And Because um, I wrote about it in my recap. Um, What's good is everyone on the dish staff fell out of their chairs, thought it was hilarious. Even the 20-year-olds that don't know who Leslie Stahl is. Right. Everyone got that it was some odd thing that belonged on the cutting room floor. It didn't make any like it was, but but and then ultimately, the, our executive producer was like, "We can't like it would be it would be hilarious for Danielle to be the assistant that has to call Leslie yeah. Stahl and do all this." But that's no. what I wrote in my in my yeah. um, recap as I wrote the conversation between uh, Leslie Stahl's gay assistant Bart and <laughs> Leslie Stahl the next morning. And it was like, uh, and it went a little something like this. Well, I can't remember. It's like. Well, who can you be? You have to be one of the people. Well, I, w- I could be Leslie Stahl. Okay, you could be Leslie Stahl. Right, since yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to run this, yeah. and then I can just react. Yeah, I okay. I yes and. And I would be like, um, I, so I call you early in the morning. Help, bring, bring. Oh, my God. Hello, Leslie Stahl. Hey, it's Bart. I oh. know you're not doing the office for a little bit, but I wanted to call you before you came to work. Oh, no, is something wrong? Something bad happened last night. Bart? Oh, are you all right, darling? No, it's not me, and Andy Rooney's not dead. It's none of that. Um, do you know that show RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, is that like a NASCAR N- No. Thing? Do you know that channel know. Logo? 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 No. Well, there's a show called RuPaul's Drag you know Race, what? and Oprah, it's on Loka. Oprah mentioned something about barebacking. No, but is that? No. It's not You're, a, You know what? You're in the ballpark, but, but that's not really okay. it. The, but the upshot is Tatum O'Neill. Do you know who Tatum O'Neill is, the I actress? I do, I do. Oh, that Tatum. I love her. Talk about, you know what? Talk about someone that you can trust to mm. take a secret to the grave. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. She yeah. is good well, people. Well, she must have gotten carried away in the Interior Illusions <laughs> Lounge, which you don't need to know what that is. It's, impo- it's not important. Is that like Studio 54? Well, in Tatum's case, it was, because I think she had a little too— Long story short, she uh, said on the air that you wear a wig. Right, Leslie, you still there? Leslie, I'm sorry. I, did I lose you? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm oh there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what happened. So <laughs> you might want to come in the back way because there's reporters out in front of the office. Are you sure she didn't say Leslie Jordan? <laughs> no. She said Leslie Stahl. But you Leslie know what? Uggums? <laughs> no. It, so, you know, she all said my it was life, a good wig. Been, we've been confused. <laughs> she said it was a Leslie good wig. Uggums and I. No, she said it was a good wig, though. But you know what? No one watches that show. You don't even – you've never heard of it, so you know what? It's, it's going to blow yeah, over in a day. All right. Well, I'll, but, uh, I'll have to call her father and have a little conversation. Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. I like to wonder what – well, first of all, what was the circumstance under which – Tatum O'Neill and Leslie Stahl were in the same room. And Tatum O'Neill was going – Like I – was, was Leslie at one of Tatum's – Interventions and Tatum I was like, was... "Am I still high, or is that a? It looks like it's a wig <laughs> on that old lady." 
was her hair I, was crooked. I have two things to say, Leslie Stahl. One, <laughs> my dad's a fucking asshole. Two, is that a wig? <laughs> Anyways, I love that Tatum O'Neill outed Leslie Stahl for no reason. Oh God, um, Tatum O'Neill and Leslie Stahl. Yeah. So, and now I want Juju B to win it all. Because she's the most entertaining one when she does that impression. She's the one whose show you would want to maybe go see because yes. it would be fun. Although, when you think about parking in West Hollywood, she's the one think, I would pay to park. Yeah. I'd pay $12 or oh whatever. Oh my God. I had a date last night. This fucker. I, oh, I am so mad. That you oh, shit. And I get there after working all goddamn day, dragging my ass to lesbian kickboxing Tuesday night. Mm hmm. And then I fucking like hurry up over there right. to have a date with this fella at West Hollywood. I'm going to come to his place so we can, you know, go walk around the corner and have a drink. Some... And I park on the street, you know, two blocks away. And then I text him and go, I need your pass. So can you come out? Oh, yeah, I don't have one. I don't have one of those things you hang in the window. I'm sorry. I don't have one. Well, you live in fucking West Hollywood and you yeah. don't have a hook. Well, I, yeah, you know, I have one and one of my friends borrowed it last weekend and I just haven't thought to get it back yet. Did he have an option for you, a suggestion? Um, this was his suggestion. There's a parking lot at the end of the street and it's $6. I, I'm seriously, Dennis, I was like, I was so close to just, when I was driving down to the parking yeah. lot, just sending him a text going, you know what, I've gone home. Yeah. I, like, so I had to pay $6. I know. Well, it was it up, worth it? Yeah, it ended up being worth it. Okay, so you like him. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. It was worth it. It was money well spent. Let's was it just put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I was really, I was seething there for a minute. All right. Um, so, but yeah. But then Leslie, you rocked it out, but then it turned was, it around. It ended up being a good date. That's good. You going to see him again? I am. Okay, good. Yes. Good. So, the only thing Once bad he gets was, his parking pass back. Yeah, and before then, no way. Nope. No, no way. Nothing. Um, I watched the Madonna Glee thing, but I have to zoom through the scenes and just go to the numbers. I don't want. I don't like the scenes. Well, I might be in one. Yeah. What's the latest? No. Oh. I'm just saying. I, what if I were in one of those scenes? Then you I would watch it. Through. But I no, zoom. I, ain't I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I. I'm all about the numbers. Mm -hmm. I haven't um, watched the show, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I listened. You were watching it in here. I was in the. In yeah. Doing email and. Uh, Every so often I fun. would go, well, that sounds a lot like Madonna. You yeah. know, like it is Madonna. Well, it's, there were some that, where they just used her songs, but a lot of times they sang them, and I thought some of the arrangements were nice and fun. Yeah, um, but that's what I want when I overhear Glee, which I don't watch, is I want the, like, the, the arrangements that where they're adding harmony to a song that didn't have harmony. They've they do some neat things, yeah, that's, considering they have to do it every week really and cool. turn it around and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so speaking of reality TV hmm. – one of, who's your favorite contestant right now on Dancing with the Stars? Oh boy! To okay. Watch. Well, Pamela Anderson. Yes, and I because... was in San Diego this weekend, yeah. and I went to a store that had used fun things. Oh my god! And I got you a little gift. Oh my goodness! This might... is a a Pamela Anderson as Valerie Irons from VIP doll action figure doll, and she is in the most amazing. Hot pink leather one piece cat suit with a high collar, right? How else would you describe it? It is so And it doubles as fantastic. a flesh jack. You know what it probably does? <laughs> Look at her face though. Yeah. 
Wow. So um, I, I love Pamela Anderson, and it's I... in the box and everything. It's kind of beat. Up. The box is kind of beat up. Oh, that's great. But I great, thought though. it could It'll maybe look... be on the dish. I don't know. You could play with her or something. Oh, I love. Thank I know you your boss so on the much. dish loves the VIP too. Okay. And um, so well, I'll just take it in tomorrow when and you... just do a little show and share. I know. You know that's what they call now show and share. Show it's and not share. Not called show and tell. I like in show schools. and share. It's called show and share because you have to bring whatever you're going to bring and then literally pass it around the room and everyone like if you. Like, show and tell, you used to go, this was a souvenir I got when we went to the Grand Canyon. Right. Well, now you'd be like, we bought this cactus candy, and then everyone would try it. Right. Like, show and share. It's more educational that way. I guess, because people want something. They don't want to just hear I don't want to just listen. Stuff. Oh, thank you. A pres- oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. I know you like your Pambo, I and do. I think I that's love kind of a so rarity. Much. And it's in the box and everything. And I love that fucking split she did in slow motion last yeah. week, and then this week. She's, oh, I'm just Dolly Parton. She's a good little performer. Like she serves it up. <laughs> she I enjoy will her. wear anything. I imagine. Yeah. I just don't imagine that she has a lot of crazy needs. Like, oh no, I own this is my good side, and I always yeah. want to be cut. Like, I kind of feel like she's probably one of the easiest people in that wardrobe department. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like she's probably like, yeah, that's cool. I'll wear it. Yeah, as long mm-hmm. as I can look, you know, as long as I, as long as I don't burn it up with my own. As long as it's, as long as it's less than, as long as it's less than a yard. Yeah. of material. Then I'll wear it. Then she's good. Yeah. Um, what else was on? Oh, uh, my Glenn Close sketch was on Big A Sketch that this week. That is so exciting. And you fun. were really pleased, right? I was pleased. I thought it looked good. Because and... you never know. I mean, they might edit weird. Yeah, I had might... seen it already. We had a screening months ago, but I it was exciting to see. And the hair and makeup is great. And um, it was fun. So two episodes down, six more to go. Wow. Please tune in, people, because... If the ratings are good, then they'll bring us back for another season. And, uh, you know, that would be another steady paycheck for a little while, which would be nice. Wouldn't it? Oh, Absolutely. So there's that. Um, I um, got an email this morning that Tori Spelling right. is, has a talk show deal with ABC. Right. Like they're just going to shoot a pilot. It's not right. like beyond that deal. And she wants a funny gay sidekick. Right. So... Um, the person was like, so you better get your stuff to Tori Spelling, whatever. Well, just so happens that when I did that show, that Broadway Shit Heat 2000 show in Cyprus, right. the island of Cyprus off, the, off by Greece, right. Cyprus, uh, for the millennium, the director of that show, Derek Lasala, yes, who I know, yes, works as one of Tori's assistants. Right. And so I texted him and was like, hey, I have DVDs in my stand-up show. I really would like, you know, Tori to see it, you know, for the time. And he's like, oh, my God, you guys would be so great together, blah, blah, blah. Bring it. So anyway, so I took it to his house tonight. Nice. And he's going to um, watch it with her tomorrow because he's spending the right. whole half, first half of the day with her. Great. So he's going to really, like, get her to watch some and try to, uh, you know, make that happen. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know. That's cool. I had heard that because I know somebody else that was um, – meeting with her yeah. but i don't i can't say who it is because it was sort of top secret at the time um i can i can tell you later but right. i can't say it on the thing but um so yeah that's yeah I've, that's I've exciting that like you know it's whatever it is but yeah. um i'm just trying to fucking make some 
fucking anything happen. I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, well, your DVDs look beautiful. DVDs do look great. And, and they're uh, going, they're happening. Yeah, it might be, you know, I'm talking to this booker in Provincetown, and, and they're, he's, you know, they're basically booked for the summer, but he thinks he might be able to get me in a couple places. And you know, I know a, a lot of people and, that have performed there. Maybe, you, you know, yeah. like Cantwell has. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yes, exactly. Nora so many and, friends. Yeah, the, so, I know um, the drill. You know, and then I'm just trying to get some small theaters you know, around the right. I can't believe though. I literally will email these like gay nonprofit theaters and say, just for expenses, you just fucking fly me out there and put me in a hotel for the weekend and I'll do the show and you can keep all the money. Like, yeah, you could actually make a yeah. good little sum of money for your struggling theater company and have this funny comic from LA come to your little, t you know, your town. Yeah. No, no one's even responded. Oh. No one's even like, just not even any like, Oh, thanks, but we don't really do that. Or like, you know, it's yeah. so weird. Like, you're paying rent on the theater anyway. Right. There's gonna be a dark week between shows and stuff. I can do it on any set. Yeah. And you make, you know, you make a grand that weekend. Yeah. I don't get it, but so I'm still trying. I'm still trying well, to get in touch with people. I think it's great that you're trying, and I gotta because I have a kind of a lousy attitude about stuff like. We were in San Diego for the film festival, and we went to the gay bookstore, which still exists there. Wow. Which was, first of all, like walking back in time, like a gay bookstore with books and, you know. Right. And they had like a sale table out in front. And I was looking at like, there were a lot of like, um, like the singer that I know that did a CD. And now here's, or, or so I, I looked at that CD and I was like, oh, I wonder how much money he lost. Or I'd go right. see it. There's a short film that showed, and it looks like they spent some money. And I'm like, hmm, wonder if they lost their house. Like, I never look at a product and yeah. go, oh, I bet they broke even or did okay on that. Maybe they were able to buy themselves a, <laughs> the, a new yeah, microwave. The dolls did pretty well, I Yeah, bet. but it's so I weird. I bet they like, made I, money. I, and somebody's like, we're doing a web series. I'm like, great. Like, who? I, nobody's making any money. Yeah. And um, that's okay, though. Yeah, you got to dance in the rain. But no, but, I don't understand those web series. But like, I can't even. You, you don't. You hope that you just something, decide you're going to lose fifty thousand yes, dollars, and you hope that it leads to something. I mean, I don't know how much people spend on them and stuff like that. I mean, I thought I could break even maybe with my short film, um, if Logo still, excuse me, aired shorts, but they're not they're they don't air shorts anymore. The Clickless short film thing's done. Really? So, Jeez. but anyway, we not we didn't spend that much on it, and we did a fundraiser, and it's all good. So, Freaking but logo. like I just look at every little thing and go, mm, gosh, I wonder. What the, how that hurt their credit yeah. rating? What they have to how many did they have to hawk grandma's you know pearl necklace or whatever it is? When uh, one of the writers on the dish um, used to write a lot of jokes for oh what show uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live okay and um, just but just like as like a stringer like as a free like just send in a bunch of jokes mm -hmm. about for the monologue and if we use your joke it's seventy five bucks right which is really not a lot of money considering it's considering it's on TV yeah. So, um, and so every time that she would like be like shopping, mm -hmm. she'd be like in a grocery store and she'd be like, oh, this blouse is so cute. Okay. Well, this is two jokes. So like everything was in yeah. increments of how many jokes she had to get. Right. That was how she would price things. Right. Yeah. I get that. And it's sort it's of like, like two vlogs or right, two. Right. Exactly. It's my sort of dog and pony oh, thing. Oh boy. Um, so I'm interviewing Jennifer Hudson tomorrow. Oh my goodness. Right. For the Canadian magazine fashion. It is remarkable how much weight she has lost and how fantastic her figure looks. Yeah, well, I'll let you know when I see her tomorrow. Um, well, her album, this is weird. She's doing it for September, and she hasn't even recorded the album yet, but it's coming out in September, like right. she's starting work on it. And then she goes to South Africa to do to play Winnie 
um, Mandela. Mandela. Yeah. Right. So they're doing it way far in advance. So when it was like, she can play me if she lose 30 pounds. Maybe that's really, what it, it was is. like, that yeah. was the deal. Her fiance. I did, thought they were married, but I guess they're not. Are they, I, I gotta find out. Fiance. Yeah. He's on that reality show to find the next uh, wrestler, like WWE wrestler. Oh, really? Or whatever. Okay. And he is so fucking hot. Yeah. He is this hot, sexy, black brick shithouse. Yeah. That I would love to sing jennifer hudson songs with naked right and um and she was like he got me in shape after that baby like he's going to the gym you know four times a day and he was like baby come on yeah and so she really sort of was crediting him with a lot of that and And she's uh with weight watchers too she's a weight watcher spokesperson is she yes why haven't the commercials started i don't know Maybe she hasn't gotten down to the lowest that she wants to get wow that's interesting yeah i think it was just announced so so yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Um, That's great. I love that this Canadian magazine they still keep thinks giving that me, it's the '90s. I know and, and gets interviews with big, beautiful, people and they turn out nice, beautiful covers. And they don't pay a, they don't pay a ton, but they pay like reasonable. And yeah. it's what I do. It's that's yeah, fantastic. I like it. So um, sometimes you have to make up shit about the boring Cindy Crawford, but other times it's great. There is a phenomenon happening in the world. Yes, in, in America. That you were on the forefront of, and I don't think a lot of people know about it. I don't either. Uh, you know, Cindy Lauper is on Celebrity Apprentice. Yes, and the nation is starting to hate her. Yes, she has become increasingly more grating and selfish and mean to people, and her attitude, and she's bossy, and she's entitled, and she's the only one she ever thinks about, and. Every week when the – Do you watch it? Well, I don't watch it. But you get reports dish, from But we people. get the clips. Yeah. And it's literally – here's eight clips from this Sunday night's episode of Cindy Lauper is an asshole. Right. And I get to just watch all the clips of her being mean back to back. That's great. Do you feel like doing the show that you sort of – you sort of get skilled. You get to see the highlights of all TV without having to watch everything? Yeah, that's – Or that, do you feel like a, you just cool see thing. too much and it's yeah, – I don't know what my point is. Like, you get to know no, what's going fun. on in every show. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty fun because I could talk about yeah. a show like Celebrity Apprentice, which isn't one that I normally would be watching, right. you know. Um, so she's a huge turd Oh, on my there. God. And fucking the staff, my everyone on my show was like, God, I used to like her so much. And she's right? Like, like, and even one of the girls that is on Celebrity Apprentice said to her this week, Cindy, I grew up, you were like one of my idols growing up. And this experience has ruined it for me. Like, you've been so somebody mean on to the, me. And so, somebody on the team said that? Right to her face. And she goes, well, that's why they say never meet your idols. Like, she yeah. don't care. She don't give a fuck. She doesn't I care. She's horrible. W- we'll break it down for the listeners. Yeah. Okay. And you so, fucking broke that two years ago. I broke ago. the story. I think I was really right. right like, like, kind of the way I brought that Wham! album back from the UK in uh, 1983, I sort of started talking about what an asshole she is. Yeah. I actually did a slideshow about it. For our friend Steve's show slideshow, because I have pictures. So, anyways, I was co-hosting this radio show Twist mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, and the founder of it has ties to Provincetown. So he arranged for uh, myself and the two co-hosts, Will and Melissa, Will Weichel and Melissa Carter, to be grand marshals of the parade with Cindy Lauper, like right. the Twist people with Cindy Lauper. So um, Will couldn't go, so it was me and Melissa. So we're going to be riding in this convertible with Cindy Lauper. Well, we get there, and 
we're all we're, it's kind of a clusterfuck and the cars sort of been decorated and you know the names are on it and all that stuff well cindy lopper shows up with all these d- decorations she got at like party city because she was afraid it wasn't going to be fabulous enough so her assistant is running around like <laughs> stapling and and stuff like that and i remember her going do you have a stapler or some tape or whatever and my boss who is a boss doesn't like take orders from people literally you know jumped to it like uh like he was so he's cowering yes he was cowering running around trying to get her tape or whatever so then we end up in the car and um all of she brought a musician to play a song in like on a little like xylophone like like a kazoo. flute thing yeah like a flute thing and it was it was a, a french theme and she was going to sing this french song into a megaphone through the whole parade <laughs> And so there's already a lot of people in the car. So her her dude is but sitting wait, next so to her. There's no a, microphone. No. It's a, like a – So no one's going to hear him. They're just going to hear her go – Yeah. She's it's like, s- a, what, like a bullhorn. Right. It's not good sound quality. Yeah. And, uh, and I heard oh, – it was some fucking French song, and I heard it over and over and over. So <laughs> this is the back of the convertible. The accompanist – Cindy, me, next to her, like, yeah. you know, touching legs. Then her assistant is in the back seat, and her assistant is this French girl, or was at the time, and she had a look of utter terror on her face all the time. Like somebody, you know that look like of a, of a kid that's been beaten, like that look that, like, oh, it's going to happen again. She's going to get the belt, like, right. all the time. The most scared, panicked look. So she's Janet Jackson on Good Times, yes. only French. yes. Okay. I guess. I don't remember what happens, but <laughs> I'm sure. So she's spooky the whole time. And then poor Melissa, because the back seats have to be pushed up for the assistant, who has like a tool belt on with stuff in it for Cindy. Right. Um, Melissa's literally got her head almost in the glove box. So here we thought it was going to be our glamorous time to be in a parade and we're going to yeah. meet Cindy Lopper. So the, we get in the car and no one's introduced to anybody. And we ride for about 15 minutes, and she doesn't say a word to me. And I think, oh, this is going to be my Cindy Lauper story. I'm going to be in a parade with her for two hours. Right, with our and thighs not, stuck together in the heat, and, and she's not, never going to. And we're never going to acknowledge her. She's never going to, you know, talk to me. And so she was singing this bullshit Don't French you wish song. that was your story now? Yeah. Looking back, don't you wish that was? Yeah. <laughs> well, we still didn't talk that much. So then – um. She was singing this song in French. Oh, I wish I could remember it. Like a Noel Coward Frenchy song. And she had these lyrics, and she was struggling with them. And I said, I, I can, I'm happy to – I'll hold your lyrics for you. That's how I was going to win her over. I was going to be of service. Oh, so I can right. hold the notebook paper with her lyrics on it. She can sing into her bullhorn. And, and to her credit, like she wanted to put on a show or do something for the – she wanted to be fabulous, you know, whatever. Right. And that's why she had all the decorations and the shit that she was sticking to the car. And – um. And she was singing in that bullhorn. I was holding the lyrics, and it just went on and on. And when during the breaks, no, you know, chatter, no chit chat. Have you ever been to Provincetown before? Whatever, nothing. No, what's your name? No, what's your name? Just thanks for offering to hold my music. And I, and I, it, I'm not, I'm still not creating what a fucking asshole she was. Like even just knowing that story, and so um, we go through the whole parade. And then we go and we're at this, um, like this restaurant, and we're eating. And um, uh, Melissa gets her picture taken with her, 
And right after, and I'm like, I don't even fucking want one. I don't give a shit. And uh, right after, um, Cindy goes, there were supposed to be some other grand marshals. Who were the other grand marshals? And I'm like, we were fucking in the car with you for two and a half hours. And then somebody brings over a kid with Down syndrome, and I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) What's going to happen now? But she's super warm and fuzzy to the Down syndrome kid. And I think this is true of a lot of celebrities, some that we actually might have known or spent time with. They are good with other celebrities, and they're good with, like, the people of Haiti or the dis- you know the guys at Walter Reed or whatever the photo opportunity people the photo opportunity people even if there's not a photo op I think they're good with that they're horrible to everyone in the middle mm-hmm. anyone that has a job to do or uh, is their assistant boy that assistant I saw her at the assistant the next day at a coffee shop and she still had that spooked look <laughs> in her eyes like I know and the phone rang and she's like I know and I and I gave her like this warm smile like you know what. <laughs> Just fucking light that bed on fire and run. I wow. think her name was Virginie or something like that, Frenchie. Wow. And then, um, oh, there was this girl. And then Cindy Lauper did a concert, uh, like the next night, and um, um, I can't remember the funny moment. She was like, there was a po- She was singing on the stage, and uh, to the audience, she was great. But then she would look back at her band with so much fucking fury in her eyes and bang on like this railing like, fucking follow me. Girls just want to have fun. You motherfucking cocksuckers better fucking get on this beat because this fucking sound is time after time. Like it was the most schizophrenic, terrifying. So anyway, yeah. So I came home and did a slideshow called Cindy Lauper's an Asshole and showed pictures of us in this crazy parade and – yeah, so so she's an asshole on The Apprentice. Yeah, and what bugs me is I listen to Rosie Radio now, and Rosie talks like she's good friends with Cindy, and I like Rosie, mm-hmm. and I don't want her to be friends with that asshole. Right. So well, there's that. That was my long parade story. I love it. I love it. Mm. Love that story. Yeah. I have a story. Um, okay. That is short. Good. It doesn't have to be. And be. it is about uh, Jesus and okay. me and a giant black man. And the YMCA last week. Okay. So I take my classes at the Y. I'm there Monday and Tuesday night for lesbian boot camp and lesbian kickboxing. Then I'm there Wednesday night on my own. Then I'm there Friday afternoon on my own. I take two classes Saturday morning and I'm back Sunday on my own. So I'm there a lot. The people, you see a lot of familiar faces in passing. There's a lot of, hey, how you doings? Hello, how are yous? On my way in and on my way out. Um, it is like the least cruisy gym imaginable. imaginable. Right. It's all, uh, you know, heterosexuals with children that have gotten a little heavy after the kids, and now they're yeah. trying to lose it again. Can and, you have a good meal? Like and the they're never says? going to lose it. There's no meals oh, to be so had. Oh, you can't have a good meal. No, all you right. cannot. Um, you can they, do whatever you feel, though. No, you cannot do whatever you Shit. feel. Um, you can get yourself free. Get yourself free? You can get yourself – I don't know – Clean. Clean. You, you can get, get yourself clean. Yeah. You can't they don't, they don't want anybody being free. You can't get yourself you can get yourself for forty percent off if you don't like if you don't mind a vampire. If you mouth. don't mind uh, jizzing into a Coke can um <laughs> with a mouth on it. That scared me a little. It did. The that Coke cans me. are bullshit. Just get a basic um, gray one. Gun but metal. anyway, so I'm in the locker room and again it's one of those giant old like it's like the locker room from Carrie. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just a big cavernous space. Right. That smells of mildew. Right. And it's got these big old old school lockers that I imagine being put in if it was still high school. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, 
and but no one's people aren't jerking off in the showers the steam like it's not that kind of a deal right and the shower is one giant room with like 10 shower heads in it right which is a little alarming because also at this particular ymca it's like me and like every old Jew Holocaust survivor, a thousand year old man right. with nuts down to his knees. Right. And like when you're in a group shower with these old men, it's weird because you really like, I feel like one of these men are going to burst into tears from just like a flashback at any time. Do you know what right. I mean? Like it's scary. So, so I'm at the Y. I have now taken a shower. I'm wearing a towel and flip flops. I'm, I'm back at my locker. I'm drying off. And as is often the case, this one particular African-American giant who looks like Seal, and he's dark, dark black, and he always has that shiny, it always looks like he's been Vaseline from head to toe, but in like that good uh, Herb Ritz, mm -hmm. muscly black man in the desert kind of yeah, way. Yeah, like will never do without you, guy. He's gorgeous in that way, but he's, you know, he's got this really deep, booming voice, and he's always talking to someone who apparently is on the other side of the gym. And it's that man locker room thing where we're like, yeah, we're just yelling about the Phillies yeah. and the blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's and it echoes, and I just hate it when people are like that. Right. So you're very sensitive to sound. <laughs> yes, as I yell into this microphone, um, and so he is uh, yelling to someone who I, who I do not know, who I cannot see, about Jesus and how the reason he looks that good. People are always asking him how he looks that good. And it's because he lets Jesus do the lifting for him. And so now it's piqued my interest because anytime wow. – Because people give Jesus credit for a lot of stuff. Sometimes he takes the wheel. But I didn't know he would also give you a spot. No. He, yeah. And all those times in the gym um, where you thought you were working out alone and you looked behind you and there was only one set of footprints. Yeah. I was carrying you. He was carrying you. Yeah. I was He's carrying, carrying you, to the you from the butt blaster to yeah. the uh, lap So machine. I'm intrigued at this point, and yeah. I have no choice but to hear it, right? Yeah. And the lockers are like five and a half feet tall, so like I can just see over them. Is right. The point. So I see, and the black guy's really tall, so you can see him everywhere. I look and I see who he's talking to is a chubby white guy who makes eye contact with me over the bank of lockers, and he doesn't seem to be buying this Jesus bullshit either. Right. He seems to raise an eyebrow or do like a half wink to me yeah. that was somehow knowing like, oh, God, thank God you heard that, too, because I'm going right. to be telling this story later. And right. So. Uh, whatever. Well, the black guy is is running around all the lockers. He's talking and he's moving and he's dancing and he's shadow boxing because he's got to stay warm. And he's, oh, whew, yeah. And so I just work out with Jesus. And Jesus is my, my trainer and my spotter and my coach. And he's my nutritionist. And I got a my nutritionist is Jesus. And he helps me watch what I eat. So I only put good food in my body. And he's like, and he's traveling. So I'm looking at this white guy. And this white guy is like now almost mouthing the words, oh, my God, to me. Mm -hmm. Like it's really clear that we're both thinking this guy's full of shit. And the next thing I know while I'm kind of rolling my eyes and having this moment with the other white guy, now I feel, you know when you feel someone's right behind you? Oh, the shit, black guy man. is six inches from me, and all I have on is a towel. And I can hear the foof, foof, foof of his fist pumping behind my head, like right over my shoulder as he's shadow boxing. And he goes, and you, brother. And I look, and he's talking to me now. He goes, yeah, you little man. I see you in here almost every day. And you know what? It ain't doing, it ain't doing a damn bit of good, is it? Look at you. 
you ain't never going to have the body that you want until you accept Jesus Christ. I mean, look how long I've been seeing you come here. A year? Pfft, ain't done nothing. So now he's insulting my practically naked body. Right? Like, it's, it's astonishing. And so it's like... It's first, not fun to stay at the YMCA. It's like every fucking, you know, last weekend I had nine coffee dates set up between um, Friday night, three on, I think it was three on Saturday, four on Sunday, and one Monday night. And of them, all canceled except for two. And two out of nine? Two out of nine. Okay. I actually met. One I liked, and we'll see again. The other one that I met sat down immediately and said... Uh, just so you know, I have AIDS and I'm a recovering meth addict. And I just have to say that up front because that way, if you don't like it, then you know what? That's just your problem. And of course, in my mind, I'm thinking, no, those are actually your problems. Yeah. I those are thinking, so your problems. Yeah. Did you want a mocha? They're or, not mine at have all. Have you even ordered your. Yeah. Yeah. Have you even no, ordered unless a unless we start yet? sharing needles. Yeah. Th- it's going to stay just your problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a great one. Um, and then – but it's not that I, I met two of the nine people, but it's compounded by the fact that the Friday night guy canceled and rescheduled for Monday and then canceled again on Monday. And one guy uh, was Friday night, rescheduled for Sunday morning when he canceled Friday night. He also canceled Sunday morning and rescheduled for Sunday night. I moved everything around to accommodate – and he canceled again Sunday night. Damn. So you had one two guy, heaping yeah. bowls of flaky so dates. So two flaky date people. All right. So now I've got and you've got Seal now I've got telling angry you. Seal telling me that giving me the same message that every gay guy in town is giving me that I'm somehow not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not hot enough. I'm not sexy enough. So and now oh. I have to hear it from this straight Jesus guy. So I'm just dumbfounded at this point. I'm slack-jawed. I'm standing there looking at him like, I can't even believe what I'm hearing. And he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, you come here, the problem is nothing's happening because you come here alone. You need to bring Jesus with you because everywhere I go, Jesus is with me. And he's just talking in my ear all the time. All day long, Jesus is saying, pick that up, it's heavy. Do one more. You got three more in you, give me three more. Don't eat that, that's bad for you. Eat more of your vegetables, these are good for you. So G- Jesus, Jesus is, is like Jesus Jillian. is talking in my ear all day long. And I lost control and angrily said, really, does Jesus ever tell you to shut the fuck up because you might be annoying people? Oh, Can you? Believe it. I can't believe it. I know. I and know. And then were you shitting? Did you have instant diarrhea in your towel? Instantly, I thought, I'm dying. I'm dying in a towel. I don't like to be unclothed, and that's how I'm going to fucking die. It's going to be Carrie go. White. All that's over how it. I'm going to die. I'm going to be buried in a fucking flip flops and a mangy Did anyone see, t- see it like that other guy? Yes. So it's that moment now that feels like an eternity when you said the thing that you thought was only going to be in your head. Like maybe I said to my date over the weekend, no, your AIDS is your problem. I don't think I said it out loud, but now I'm going back looking over my life. Have I always been saying this shit out loud and I didn't know it stuff that I repeat later that I think I said in my head. Right. But no, at this point I it's out. I have said it to this man and I'm now in that moment where it's silent and it's like all I can hear is my heart beating like in a movie, right? And 
I'm just waiting to see what his re- like is his are his eyebrows gonna come down low like as he makes a scowl as he clenches his fist and then punches me out and then that's the end or is he gonna smile and go that's a good one brother hey you're pretty funny white boy and hug me or what's it gonna yeah. be? so in what feels like this eternity I'm looking and he's not reacting nothing is moving nothing is moving and I'm just like I, I swear I must have taken 20 breaths but I guess not. And then I just hear the white guy go, <laughs> that was hilarious. And we both look over at the white guy and it, that somehow diffused it. He saved it. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Good. So the schlubby middle-aged white guy, you know, saved I guess the day. saved it with his, what, and I don't think, I think he just, I think it was all in an, in an instant. I think it was yeah. literally one second. And I go, well, does you ever tell you to shut up? And he went, whoa, that's hilarious. That fast. But in my mind, it felt. So, yeah. So, needless to say, I got dressed very quickly. Didn't do my hair and just left. Have you seen the guy since? Uh, I've seen him only once, but I don't know that he saw me. Oh, <laughs> I'm moving a lot quicker now. In and out of the YMCA. Well, he thinks Jesus is his trainer. Yeah. That's good, though, if you can convince Jesus yourself. Jesus tells him you got two more in you. Yeah. And I know because I'm the son of God. Yeah. I know so, how many you got in you. Yeah. You have I two more. Tell. Give me two. Give me two. Well, what? I died for your sins. You can give me two more fucking push-ups. Yeah. Hello, I was hanging on the cross. Yeah. Do you wanna, yeah. You want to know what's a really good lat exercise? Uh, having your palms nailed into a fucking two by four dragging and having a, to hold your body dragging up for three across days. through the yeah. Garden of Gethsemane. You know what that is? It's a really yeah. good core workout. All right. <laughs> so just be glad that you're doing the Swedish ball. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, Jesus would chilling, not be a good trainer. There would be no excuse you could get. Story. Well, but I always thought Jesus could eat whatever he wanted. You know, he always uh, looked like he's that he guy. Probably that is like, one of those. Yeah. He's one of those that are like, I don't know. I just can't I eat a lot of bread. I turn things into bread and I eat it. And then. Well, yeah. And you know my problem with Jesus. What? He takes the wheel? I don't like people. I don't like it when you can see a grown man's toes. Oh, right. And he was always in those fucking things. He like, was. He did. I, like, if we're like at the yeah. beach or it's someplace, then I can see your toes. But, but not if at it's the just, arc light. No. If we're out and the sun yeah. is down. No. Like, then, look, if we're at, if we're in San Diego and it's a beach town, yeah. I get it. You can do the little Abercrombie, the jeans and right. flip flops thing, but like you can't wear that shit to the office. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. And Not you know, Jesus would have done that for sure. You well, he might've, but yeah, you're probably right. Jesus could eat all the, I think he could eat whatever he wanted. And fishes he wanted. Um, boy, these figs are good. Yeah. Oh, says you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but my dad isn't God. Yeah. Some of us have to watch what we eat. Right. That's true. Am I right, Paul? Right. <laughs> right. I doubt it, says Thomas. Oh, uh, that's hack. I'm sorry. I'm a little Xanaxy. So, what's uh, the update? What's the pharmaceutical situation? What's the pharmaceutical situation? I've been on a whole tab of Xanax, or uh, what was the other one? Zoloft, for about a week. <laughs> And they're keeping you sharp as a And tack. I have okay days, and I have days that aren't great. Mm. But I don't think it's the Zol. I don't. The Zoloft's not supposed to kick in for like, a, you know, at least a week or maybe two. weeks. Yeah, you would probably be on it for yeah. about two weeks before. So I um like yesterday was a crappy day, um, and then today was okay. So um, but you don't think it was because of the pill i mean it wasn't like you were having side effects all day i don't think it was it was more but you know what it was more of a depression feeling which i haven't really had i've had anxiety yeah. but mm-hmm. i haven't had that depression feeling sure. but i had a bit of that yesterday so uh today was better um i had therapy today and you know what with the zan i i missed a 
I take a little bit of Xanax twice a day. Sure. And I skipped one because I thought I was doing good. And the next day I was like on the spinning bike going, I should have fucking taken yeah, that. Yeah, I'll never bike. be brave again. Yeah. So I'm just going to take shit until I don't mm-hmm. need to anymore. Because right. what I've realized is that this is a real thing. It's not like, yes. oh, I need an attitude adjustment. No. Or, it's a fucking sickness. I'm sick. A little right. ill. It's an ill. It's yes. a chemical thing. So um, I'm just going to take shit and keep um, seeing the doctor and doing what I can and, right. you know, whatever. So and get better. So it's that's not it. like, oh, I have this back pain and they just keep giving me all the Vicodin I want. Yeah. And then six years later, you're turning tricks on the street. Yeah. It's not, that's not what this is. No. Right. But this is like a real it's like a thing like it's a um, uh, what's it called? A psychological disorder that I have right. for a while. So um, there's oh, that. I might. Tr- I'm going to try a Klonopin tonight. Don't tell Tatum O'Neill. I know she won't. Uh, she'll go blabbing about everything. She'll t- I think I have an idea. We both need to do more fun things that are fun <laughs> that aren't that don't have to do with work or dating or anything, but like just fun things like okay. watching pageants. I'm not sure what they are. Right. No, um, but when we watched that pageant, how fun a was that? Months ago, it was like, oh my god, do you remember re- that? I remember that feeling? That's vaguely. we need to work for more of that, and I'm well, not sure what it is. Part of I've had this conversation with other people. Part of it is what we do for work. Yeah. is what we've always done for fun. That's true. And so most people do something for work that they despise or that right, bores right, right. them or that is horrible. Right. So the things they do for fun, there's such a tangible difference. Right. But, you know, we work in the fun industry. Yes. With movies and more. Movies and more. And yeah. so it's a little – it's, you know, you're, it's shades right. of gray. Like, yes. well, am I watching this television show right. because it, I can talk about it on the dish or is it just because I'm getting into and Yes. It's kind of hard to watch television and not pay attention to every detail the way I do for stuff for work yes. now. That's and it's true. It's made me not enjoy watching TV as much. As much. I can see that. But I, but I still think it's what's the fun th- – what's something fun? I want to go gay roller skating. Okay, let's do it. So I want to make that happen. I'll, I'll say. And that's okay. Wednesday nights, I think. I don't know. Let's look into it. We're gonna do that, because I think that is a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then our also our friends Dennis and Terrence moved downtown, and their house was kind of the hub. There's right. a lot of things that have like, sh- you know, like there's on there aren't the fun gatherings anymore. Our friend Rebecca's downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, which reminds me, she wants to do Red Lobster this sun- Sunday night. Really, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. You don't say. Yeah, she wanted to um, do it last Sunday, and I couldn't, and Dennis, you were gone anyway, so I, I said gone. maybe next Sunday, so we need to call um, um What else do we got? We need to end this, because I have a flesh jack to order. You do have a flesh jack to order, and, and uh, one of my, a porn star I recognized was at my screening of my movie in San Diego, but I don't remember his name, but I remember thinking, I've really enjoyed your work over the years, and I hope you enjoy mine tonight. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I've enjoyed watching you on the screen. Yes, and now here's your chance to, you know, whatever. Today I worked with a composer uh, for the music for the short film, and she's a dynamite girl. She's really talented. So wait, the you showed it, but this no music wasn't really done. No, uh, uh, San Diego was old movies. San Diego was dipshits and uh, reunion. Oh, I didn't really. Ah, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Diego was the other ones. So good. Yeah. And, then, and I, we saw a movie called Zombies of Mass Destruction that was kind of fun. It was like a zombies 
in a town and there's a gay couple and a girl and I want to be in a horror movie. I want to get killed in a really violent, bloody way someday in a film. I think that would be really a fun thing to shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that would be a fun thing. You know, oh my my move in my film career Movies in my movie. Why not? Yeah, but that is something that's I like interviewed on my list this of... chick Amber Heard, who's like in the Joneses now. She's like this glamour, she's a gorgeous girl. And she's talking about she's done a bunch of horror movies, and and she says she loves doing them. And I thought this was interesting because she says actors can tend to take themselves very seriously, like mm -hmm. my craft and all this shit. Yes. And she goes when they're when it was the dude that just tried to strangle you, you, you can't be that way at the lunch table. It's, right. In other words, it takes away a lot of the bullshit. Or you're sticky, covered in fake blood. Yeah, it's lunch. hard to be super right. artsy fartsy, which she likes. And also, she got, for girls, you get to do stuff. As opposed to yes. just being a – you get to be active. Oh, that's true. So there are good reasons for her, like, doing horror movies. Yeah, They're you're not, not just, just a, somebody's girlfriend yeah. that has that two scenes. You get to grab that thing and hit that thing with that other Right, thing and run and trip and yeah. maybe even get raped a little. Yeah, maybe a little bit of raping. Sure, why not? With the raping. Have you heard of a show called The John Door Television Programming? Nope. He's Canadian. Doug and John, my friends, watch it. And I watched an episode over at their house last night. Well, they're vegan, so I'm already dubious. Well, there was a huge <laughs> poo scene. There's a huge poo scene in the episode I saw last night. Oh. I'm going to see if I can TiVo one. And I think, well, I'm interested and yes. enchanted. Yeah, like he – this guy – long story short, this guy's very funny, comedian uh, in, in Canada. And in this scene, somebody got bleach all over his clothes in the laundry, and he's mad. He ruined, mm -hmm. They ruined his clothes. And there was a man in the – laundry room who was uh, like almost albino just wear white all right. white whatever one of his neighbors and he goes into his house and his house is all white and he's convinced that this guy is the reason so to get back at him he eats this rancid meat so he can get diarrhea and then he goes into the guy's house and he puts like a bunch of his like white stuff together on this oh, white table my goodness. and crouches like across yeah. the room and shoots for distance shoots for distance and sprays shit all over this white, all over this white stuff, and they oh show my it. God, I have to see this. No, it's really funny. This is like what when other people were hearing about Avatar five years ago, <laughs> and they were like, "What?" Is, right? And their special glasses too. I yes. Know. So I'm gonna see if I can see that. He shits on his white house. He's, he shits you on guys, his white Thank you so stuff. much for listening. Um, you can always find Dennis on Facebook or at dennishensley.com. You can always find me on Facebook, although. I've maxed out on the friends, so you can only do Tony Tripoli comedy, which right. is my fan page. I saw something posted where it says, I'm closing this thing. Yeah, I'm going to have to close my regular page. So everyone that is a friend on the regular page, just transfer over. Just be my friend on that one, and that's the one that I'm going to use. I'm not going to juggle two different fucking pages and resend everything two different times. And So which page are you going to be? Just Tony Tripoli? Tony Tripoli comedy. Oh, Tony Tripoli page, comedy. Because that can be unlimited. Oh, un okay. Unlimited people. Um, so you're gonna close your regular one. I am. Okay. Uh, so make sure that you make. I that thought. Change. Make I thought maybe you'd been burned. Like you're like you got in too deep and it was like too much, and then you had to get bow out. When no, I, saw I mean that it, posting. it's a no. It was that's not that posting. I, oh. I haven't written. <laughs> you just haven't but posted I haven't it yet. It. It's like how they have the obits for Lindsay Lohan. Right. They haven't already <laughs> written because they know that they're gonna yeah. need it and probably soon. But yeah, yeah. no, no. Um, what else? Oh, and also Dr. Kiss, our wonderful sponsor. Yes, Maker of the greatest lip balm in the world, Dr. Kiss. Yes, that is available at VanityMart.com. Alrighty, thank you for listening, and we will see you. No, 
We will talk to you all. I'll catch you later. Yeah, in a week. And uh, if I sound happier, then that means that my uh, flesh jack arrived with and express shipping. And if I sound shipping. happier, it means the Zoloft kicked in. <laughs> this is actually a quite a happy. We sound happy, like normal almost. Which <laughs> all is, right, you guys. You should have seen me 12 hours ago. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.